Welcome to episode number eight of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. As always, this episode is sponsored by the Almighty Pie Bake Shop. Delicious pies baked daily in the heart of LA and delivered fresh to your door. Just call 818-986-1441. That's 818-986-1441 or follow them on Instagram at Pie Bake Shop. That's P-I Bake Shop. On this episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show, I'm pleased to have legendary actress and Hollywood icon Sally Kirkland. She's one of the most prolific actresses of the century and without a doubt, you've seen her in something. With all that being said, let's start the show. Hi, Sally. How you doing? I'm doing good, Kellen. Very nice to have you today. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. So what have you been doing during the quarantine? What have I been doing during the quarantine? Um, yeah. I do, a, I do a live stream every day at 5 o'clock. Yeah, I've been checking that out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do Pilates three days a week. Nice. And I've um, been doing a lot of reading um, That's good. I did a, a, what do you call it, a play on Zoom. Um, really? Yeah, August Osage County. Have you heard of that? Oh, and, and I worked on a project with Cody Galloway called Free Admission, it's called. And, um, oh, okay. It's a radio play. I've been doing that. Oh, and, very cool. Um, uh, what else have I been doing? Not a lot during this quarantine. I had three movies I was booked to do, and they've all been pushed back. Uh, oh, that's a bummer. They'll still happen, though, I'm sure. Yeah, Everyone sure will they will. Get back to where it should be. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Have you have you watched any good movies? Um, No, not really. <laughs> Just been I busy with been, everything else. Normally, I do yeah. Turner Network all the time, but I haven't been yeah. there last week. So how did you get into acting? Okay, I was 10 years old, and I went to something called the Valley Drama Camp where okay. they would have a normal summer camp, but they would also have you do little plays. And so I got um, very in love with acting at the age of 10. And then in school, I continued to do it. And then I became the president of the drama club uh, in high school. And when I got out at 17, I went directly to Joe Papp in the New York Shakespeare Festival and did okay. uh, Midsummer Night's Dream. Actually, I was 18. Yeah. Wow. And then 10 years of off-Broadway off and off-Broadway. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. How did it feel to be an Academy Award nominee for Anna? Oh, it felt great. Um, particularly in that, that year with Meryl Streep and Glenn Close and Holly Hunter and Cher. It was great company. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely good competition because it's a lot of a lot of great actresses that are all all had really legendary roles that year. Yeah, I I well, did my accent. My accent is my name is Anna Lokova. I come from <laughs> Czechoslovakia. What you want? I don't want to talk about my personal life. That was my character. <laughs> what was your most memorable moment from that set? From from the set or the movie? From the movie. From the set. From the movie set of Ivana. From the movie set, um, Bobby Lukowski was this brilliant cameraman, and he and Yurik Bogaevich, the director, decided they were going to do a particular shot in one take. It was a five-minute monologue I had, and mm -hmm. so they told me they were going to start off in the upper corner of the room and with a master shot and come in close, 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 and there I'm holding Paulina Poroskova in my arms, and I'm telling her about my my youth and whatnot. 
and I had to do it one take because we only had the location for a half hour more and there was no more film in the camera. So I had some of the lines on the ceiling <laughs> mm -hmm. just in case I messed up with the monologue, but <laughs> I didn't have to use it. And it's, it turns out to be one of the scenes the critics talked about the most. And it was oh, done, wow. like I said, in one take from master to close up all in one. It was great. <laughs> yeah. They really need a Blu-ray release of the movie. I noticed yeah. it's, it's not on any of like the streaming platforms or anything. No, I know. Can you do me a favor? Yeah. Can you call Criterion and say this movie has to be saved? <laughs> yes, yeah. absolutely. I will. Yeah, I would love to. Because we tried looking it up and it wasn't available on anything. Like it was pulled off of Tubi. Yeah, it was in the past off six Amazon. months. That's, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. You've seen it? You haven't seen it. Yeah, you a long, get it. I saw it a long time long ago. Long time yeah. ago. You're only 24 yeah. now. Yes. yes so I how am. old were you? <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm talking at least 10 years ago, so right. probably like 14, yeah. Well, it would yeah, be great if you'd be my heroes, uh, Kellen and Ed, and approach Criterion and say, this movie has to be saved, and I'm I'd here on behalf yeah. of Sally Kirkland. We can, we can definitely pitch something to them, obviously, because that's definitely your biggest piece of work. So, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Speak one one movie you did that did actually get a Blu-ray release kind of recently was Two Evil Eyes. Yeah. Oh, what really? Came out, uh, Two Evil Eyes came out. I think Blue Underground put it out. Uh -huh. um, and yeah, I know a lot of people that picked that one up. Yeah. yeah we just revisited I, that yesterday. <laughs> oh, cool. Dario Argento. Yeah, how was yeah. it to work with him? He's a master. He's a master. He was great. He he spent a lot of time on the lighting and making sure I looked beautiful and um, mm -hmm. helped me create my own costume. And, of course, Harvey Keitel and I go back to, like, 1960. So, really? Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. I think how, he was, was like so? the well, – we both studied with the same acting teacher in, in the early 60s. And um, I'm trying to think who that was. I've yeah. got it on the tip of my tongue, but I can't remember his name right now. But Harvey may be the one person that I know the longest in show business because wow. of that early acting class. And then we both ended up in the actor's studio with Lee Strasberg and like that. Oh, and so I was cool. a friend of Bobby awesome. De Niro starting 1968, so I would hang out with the two of them. Did you check out uh, any of Argento's work before doing that? No, I just, by hearsay, you know, I just yeah. was told by all my horror fans, uh, all my horror friends, that yeah. uh, I was a very lucky girl to be working with him. Yeah, his his lighting and, like, Suspiria is incredible. Incredible. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, I've heard horror stories about actors working with cats. How was this one? <laughs> oh, no, I love cats. I think at the time when I made that, which was 1990, I think I had two cats in that period, and yeah. um, so I love cats. Yeah. So it would have been fine. My next question was about Harvey Keitel, but obviously you had a, it was a pleasure working with him, from what it sounds like. Yeah, I love Did Harvey. Do you have any questions? Yeah, I, I was going to ask about Harvey as well. I mean, that guy's got a hell of a resume. I love him in like Reservoir Dogs and From Dust Till Dawn, and a lot of the '90s ones for sure. Right. His way of acting just sticks out to me. You know, he could be in. He could be a, a villain or he could be, you know, a heroic character and just play it so well. So, yeah, yeah, well, he trained with the best. He trained with Lee Strasberg and as did, did I and De Niro and Pacino and Dustin Hoffman. I was we were all in class together and mm -hmm. uh, we had the best teacher. And uh, being a character actor, which is what you're describing, 
was what we all wanted. We didn't want to get stuck playing one thing. Exactly. I mean, your career, yeah, you've had so many different kinds of characters. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us into Best of the Best, where you got to be a trainer. I got to be a what, what? You were a train. You were uh, a trainer. Yeah, I was a trainer. Amazing. Did you train in Taekwondo or any kind of martial arts prior to the film? They gave me a couple lessons, but mostly they hired me because I was a yoga teacher. And uh, and I showed them all these advanced yoga asanas, and they were impressed, and they hired me. Uh, and oh, Eric, so cool. Eric have, and I have done about three films. You know Jesu Garcia. We did a film yeah, that yeah. he <laughs> produced and wrote called Spiritual War. No, called The Way Shower. The Way yeah. Shower. Oh, okay, yeah. He was telling us about that he, one. Yeah. Yeah, he directed that. And um, that was Eric too, right? You said. Yeah, we went to yeah. Utah. I forgot cool. which city in Utah. And then Eric just did a film with me that'll be out January called Sallywood, which oh, was cool. loosely that's based cool. on a true story from my life. Oh, really? And, oh, that's and, cool. And, I want to uh, check that out. Also in that film is, um, uh, oh, I'm having a senior moment. Um, <laughs> uh, terrific comedic actress. Um, oh, well, so much for that. So there was Eric <laughs> Robertson. <laughs> Eric Robertson and, um, boy, my memory is shot today. Keith Carradine. Keith oh, Carradine. Cool. Cool. Eric yeah. Roberts. Um, I'll think of I'll think of this incredible woman, comedian. And then uh, Maria Conchita Alonso was in it. Yeah. And Michael um, Lerner. Michael Lerner. Okay, yeah. Um, but she would love this woman. Why can't I think of it? She has a sister. They're both actresses. Uh-huh. Um, oh, well. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. What was working with James Earl Jones like? You guys had a really intense scene when you were talking about the history of James and Philip Rees characters. I, I met him in 1960. I think he was doing The Blacks off-Broadway. And his father, Robert Earl Jones, ended up being in The Sting with me. Uh, yep. That we, we filmed that in 72. But I met... James, I know him as Jimmy, way back then in the village in 1960, when, and I went to see their play, The Blacks, and we became friends. And then he and I were cast in a play called The Love Nest off-Broadway, and um, that was in the early 60s sometime. And we, we've been casting a lot of things together. I'm not sure I can remember them all. There was The Love Nest, and there was The Best of the Best. Was he in JFK? I don't was know. James in JFK? Mm-hmm. Um, I know we were I in other movies. Can't think. I've done over 250 of them. I know yeah. Eric did a couple of them. He did the ambulance with him that's, also. That's right. Which I think was the following year. Right. But yeah, so actually, I see. Uh, I see Eric all the time. His wife mm-hmm. Eliza is my acting coach. <laughs> oh, nice! I love her. Yeah, she's the nicest. I love her too. She's great. Tell us about the late Chris Penn. Yeah, how was he? The late Chris Penn. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I knew his brother Sean from when he was 18. He came to study with me at the Lee Strasberg Institute. And I said, you know, your father Leo is a director, and I can tell from the fire in you that you're going to make it very soon. So you don't want to be in a school where they won't let you audition for two years. So I'm going to send you to Peggy Fury. So he went to Peggy Fury, and sure enough, almost immediately he was acting and then Richmond High happened. And so I got to know Sean, and um, 
I, I met Chris through Sean, and Chris was always great to me. Um, I loved him. He always made me laugh, and um, it was just heartbreaking when he died. Yeah. Yeah, I love that he had that one line in Best of the Best about uh, what's your number, what's your telephone number, or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it, that got me to laugh. And then he throws yeah. he throws the phone to Eric. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he just like he just I, tosses I just, the phone. I just at love him. how much of a I like just like how he had a cocky attitude, like his character that is. But yeah. you know, that's what made him so likable. I loved yeah. him in Corky Romano too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I saw that. That's like yeah. a comedy with Chris Catan. I'm almost positive that was him. It's gotta be. Chris, uh -huh. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Was it Chris Catan? Yeah. I well, think no, that was Chris Catan. I'm just wondering. That was Chris Penn. Mm, yeah, it definitely was. Um. But yeah, your your best line from Best of the Best, I think, is all your modern training and techniques won't mean shit. <laughs> that's the I best line. I forgot that. Thanks, that's thanks your, for reminding me. That's your epic moment. Well, you know, <laughs> it's kind of true because even me, I'm into the whole martial arts stuff and all that. And sometimes you really got to go to, you know, the original traditions of it and go back. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's so that's a very true statement. That's what I liked about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How yeah. are the sequels to, the, to that first movie? I've never seen the sequels, just the first one. Yeah, I had nothing to do with the sequels, so I don't know. I didn't Never see watched it. them? No. No. Yeah, I don't think they come close. But So I, I had no idea you were the waitress in Bruce Almighty until we looked you yeah. up. <laughs> Not even yeah. going to lie, I had no idea. Yeah, it's, there's a f um, funny story with that. I live <laughs> in West Hollywood in okay. a rather large building, and somewhere in the building, the casting director of that movie w was living and mm -hmm. uh at some point i got in the elevator and this guy was in the elevator and he said oh that's interesting running into you in breakdown services it just said looking for a sally kirkland type to what? play a waitress <laughs> <laughs> with jim carrey and bruce almighty and i said oh, well no. i'm available he said really <laughs> you would do it and i said well i'm insulted if you don't have me do it so he went and told them they were thrilled so I came in to play the Sally Kirkland type waitress. Oh God, he was That's great, hilarious. Jim Carrey. Just amazing yeah, how was to he? work with. Just, we had a best. scene where it was cut, unfortunately, but where the tears were streaming down my face when I was telling him a story, and he yeah. got so excited with that that he grabbed my hands and brought me over to a side of the cafeteria where nobody was there, and he just looked at me, and then he started tearing up when my tears were coming down. Really? It was really an interesting moment of Jim Carrey. Like wow. he really, because because I'm a method actor, and method actors generally do go for the emotion, and it's true emotion. Yeah. And, yeah. and he considered himself that, and uh, mm -hmm. he was just delightful. So was Tom Shadyac, the the director. Mm -hmm. he I wonder how he's doing now. What's that, Tom? I wonder, or Jim. Jim. I wonder how Jim's doing. Yeah. I saw him. At, I saw him do like a, a like he did like a speaking event like a year ago, and I was there, and he seemed. He seemed all right, but he seemed a little out of it. I wasn't sure. Yeah. And that yeah. was after his girlfriend killed herself. Yeah. It's, Do you remember? It's, that's, been a, that's been a couple of years, right? A couple yeah, years, I think it was yeah. a couple years yeah. ago. Yeah. It was, it was just She's shocking. He's been through a lot. Yeah, and, you know, it's just shocking. And, you know, one of the funniest guys, you know, on the planet, you never and know what he they're suffers going through from in their depression. personal life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah. yeah, just like Robin Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Both, I have a funny Robin Williams story. Oh, can please tell me. Can we hear it? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite person. Okay. In the world. So I did Three's Company with John Ritter, and okay. I thought he was so hysterical. I said, Where did you learn how to be that funny? And he said, I have a teacher named Harvey Lembeck. And I yeah. said, Would you take me to him? 
So he said, sure. So there was a Monday night class, and he brought me to the Monday night class. And I walked into Harvey Limbeck and said, Sally Kirkland, I love your work. I said, but please don't, please don't put me on stage. Please just let me watch. And he said, oh, no, i got to get you on stage. Robin, and he calls this guy Robin, Robin Williams, to come up on stage. And I watched him for a little bit, and I thought, oh, no, no way am I going to get on stage with Robin Williams. Anyway, he made me get up there with Robin. And um, I didn't know how to keep up with Robin because he was back then he was just as funny as you all know him to be. Yeah. And uh, at a certain moment, I thought, well, I'll just do yoga. So I stood on my head. Luckily, I had tights and a leotard on. And mm -hmm. Robin opens up my legs and starts talking to my vagina, you know. And uh, <laughs> the class went crazy. I didn't know what to do. I kept standing on my head. Finally, I got out of the headstand and I went into a, a back bend and he starts talking to my belly button, you know. So that was my way of keeping up with Robin. And shortly after that, I said, Robin, look, um, I used to follow him around to all the clubs and be his biggest cheerleader. I said, Robin, can I manage you? I manage five actors. Can I manage you? He said, oh, I'm not ready. I said, yes, you are. You're ready. And, and the casting director for the Merv Griffin show is a good friend of mine. No, 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 I'm not ready. And I said, well, I'm going to go do this movie for CBS. When I come back, would you let me talk you into it? He said, okay, but I'm not ready. So I went away and I came back and the casting director from Happy Days had been to class, had seen Robin, wanted to bring him in to, to play this character, Mark, on Happy Days. And what did happen? So what did Robin do? He stood on his head in the <laughs> audition. And I was so proud of myself for introducing him to that. And then he, if you remember Mark and Mindy, you know, <clears throat> he did a lot of that stuff. So that was my little contribution to his career, and we were friends. And um, somewhere, if you look on YouTube, there's a picture of him and me. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's actually, um, he was going to tell it, there's actually a funny story about Bruce Almighty. Uh, do you want the buffalo? What, what was the story? I don't remember. No, no, like, uh, it's funny because Bruce Almighty takes place in Buffalo, and that's our hometown, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, it takes place in our yeah. hometown, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just and it's funny because even the radio station, well, the TV station they have in that movie, uh, WKBW, I was an intern for them. It, it's really? So much, it's so much different than yeah. it is in the movie, though. <laughs> wow. But but yeah, it's, but yeah, like none of that crazy. movie was filmed in Buffalo except for like maybe two shots. It was all at they Universal. Filmed, they shot at it's Universal. All universal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know they filmed like the highway and all that. And I think they green screened like Lake Erie and all that. And Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls, right? Yeah, Niagara Falls, the Maid of the Mist. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, that uh, was a great movie to work on. So it's fun. Yeah, it's it, it never gets it never gets old. It's become such a classic, as well. Yeah, it's hilarious. Is that on Blu-ray? Uh, is it? I have it on DVD. I don't know if it's on Blu-ray. I'll have to check. I don't think they've. Put if it it's on not, that's another yet. one that's got to be on Blu-ray. Definitely, it holds up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I, I love your scene with the whole tomato soup thing. He's like, it's like I don't want soup. And you're just like, no, I, I made it. <laughs> uh, it was it's a joy amazing. working with him. Total joy. Yeah. Was that just like one day then for you? Or was yeah, that a couple days? Yeah, it was one day. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So Ed TV. Yeah. <laughs> another another movie a lot of people talk about. Did, um, did you see it? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, I rewatched okay. it too. I saw it a long time ago, and then I rewatched it for this. Right. Um, so I played Jeanette. Yeah, Matthew and Woody's mother, mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're amazing in it. And uh, how was it working with Matthew and Woody Harrelson? Well, they were stoned the whole time. <laughs> That's not surprising. 
they they kept offering me a joint, and I kept really? saying, "No, no, no!" I gave that up in '75, <laughs> and um, they uh, tried to. They would flirt with me, particularly Matthew would flirt with me all the time. <laughs> I say, Matthew, I'm trying to play your mother. Stop it! You know. <laughs> and then the scene where his dad dies. I did a being an acting teacher. I did an yeah. exercise with him where I got him to cry on cue. Yeah. And it had to do with his relationship with his own father. And that was really neat to yeah. to be the person that taught him how to bring tears to his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. They both were great. Woody would have um, food brought in every day from ho- Hawaiian-type food. Because mm-hmm. he lived in Hawaii. And yeah. we would have all these incredible smoothies and whatnot, mm-hmm. compliments of Woody and, and Ron mm-hmm. Howard. Yeah, it was great. How was uh, I, Dennis Hopper? Dennis Hopper, I didn't have any scenes with, but I knew Dennis. Uh, we did a movie together called Human Highway that Neil Young directed. Yeah. And oh, Dean Stockwell and Russell Tamblin, a lot of great yeah. people in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Dennis and I, we did another thing together. I can't remember. And then he played my husband, who dies, in yeah. Ed TV. Dennis Hopper was brilliantly crazy, crazily brilliant, mm-hmm. you know. I thought it was just crazy because there's a scene in there with him and Matthew McConaughey who both were in Texas Chainsaw movies. I don't know if you've seen either yeah. of them, but Dennis Hopper was in Texas Chainsaw too, and uh, Matthew McConaughey pretty much got his start in the fourth one. Mm-hmm. So I thought that uh-huh. was kind of interesting. Interesting. But, I didn't know that. And you didn't have any scenes with her, but how, were you able to meet Ellen DeGeneres on set? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I hung out with her, and um, I think I put the seed in her brain about a talk show because really? I was talking about how I was at the time I was uh, auditioning to be a talk show host and she kind of oh, perked cool. up you know you're going to be a talk show mm-hmm. host and I said well I've been auditioning for that and next thing you know she does that so wow. I'd like to think I was a cheerleader for that she was no, crying cool. a lot the day that I was there because she had just been fired or what happened she, when she came out was that CBS. at the same time? Was at the same time. Yeah. Oh, wow. Was, I didn't know that. We did Ed TV right after that. And I said, well, why don't you use it in the movie, Ed TV? Yeah. She said, what do you mean? I said, well, in the movie, you get rejected by Rob Reiner mm-hmm. or whatnot. Why don't you have tears come up? And she listened to me. So you see, yeah. my, my acting teaching goes before me wherever I go. Oh, wow. So that, I, I got to actually... teach, <laughs> I got to teach uh, Barbara Streisand how to cry on cue. I got to teach Roseanne how to do it. I wow. got to teach uh, Liza Minnelli how to do it. So it's been uh, interesting. Oh my God, that's so cool. I actually, my, my side hustle last year was working valet at Warner Brothers for Ellen. And I never got to meet her, but I, I always would valet all the, all the customers coming in to go check out her show. Oh, nice. Oh. <laughs> so that, that was my little side hustle. Horrible job, but it's all over <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's really cool to see that you've taught some amazing actors over the years. That's really, yeah. that's mind-blowing. No, that's so cool. Sandra Bullock I taught when she was 22, 23. Jeez. Your oh, age? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> was it a challenge with all the extra cameras around on this set of EdTV? EdTV? Uh, no, because we rehearsed. We rehearsed for a week, and, and Ron Howard had his cameraman uh, on the set uh shooting the rehearsals and I got Mm -hmm. used to it to how he was going to shoot it and um I had done JFK you know when Oliver Stone had eight millimeter 16 
35, yeah. black and white, color, and uh, that came before a TV, so I, I was prepared for anything. I think San Francisco is a really good setting for the film. Did you enjoy shooting there? Um, did By the way, did I say JFK, that I did JFK yes. with Oliver? Mm -hmm. yes. I thought mm -hmm. I had another senior moment. Um, I oh. didn't shoot there. I think I shot all my stuff uh, at Universal. Oh, you did? Okay. Maybe not. So it, was, it was hard to tell in that one. They, had, yeah. they have a lot of San Francisco shots. Yeah, I know the house The house was – I don't think I shot in San Francisco. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's always hard to tell, like, what's a sound stage and what's on location at times. Yeah. You know? They're good at what they do. Yeah, they are. Sure. They are. So many people compare this movie to, like, The Truman Show. Do you do you know any yeah. similarities or differences? Well, The Truman Show came a little bit before, which hurt us because yeah. the critics had reviewed that, and they thought, oh, this is going to be a carbon copy. But it wasn't at all. I thought they were different. Yeah. What do you um, think separates it? Well, our our film, I thought, was much funnier. Am yeah. I wrong? I thought it was much funnier. And it was, it's been a it long was time since I've seen Truman Show. Well, uh, yeah, I'm trying I, to figure I, out. You're only 24. When did you see these things? I mean, I, I've seen. I always watch movies. I grew up on them, so I mean, I haven't seen that one in a very long time. But I think I saw Ed TV. Like I watched, rewatched it recently. But I think the first time, and maybe the only time I ever watched it, maybe it was like 2003 when it came on TV. But right. it was entertaining. I liked it. Yeah. But how old were you, Ed? I was probably like 10. He was born I in 92. It. I 92. was born in 96. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Late, late 92. <laughs> We've been such huge movie fans, and like that was like how we connected. Like uh, we've been best friends because we had the same interests in horror, the horror genre, and even like movies in general. Well, I've done some I, other yeah. horror films. Did you see The Haunted? Yes, we yes, did. Yes, we did. Yes, oh, I've seen good. That. We actually wanted to ask you about that too. We got questions coming up for that too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go for I it. I have a lot of friends that love it. Um, but how was how was Ron Howard as a director though? Ron Howard was great. He was great. I've always. In many ways, I think he was the best director I ever had, along with York Bogaevich for Anna. Um, yeah. He let us improvise a lot. He would use mm -hmm. some of our ideas. He he was he's an actor's director because he's an actor too. He knew exactly how to communicate with actors, get the mm -hmm. best work out of them, and he would laugh when you were funny. You know, when I went into audition for him, I said, "How long do I have with you?" And he said, 45 minutes." I said, "I have 45 minutes with Ron Howard." audition he said sure so he pretty much did everything with me in the audition that he had in mind for the film and at one point I was making him laugh so much he was hiding under the table so he wouldn't um, interrupt my concentration so mm -hmm. if you can picture Ron Howard under the table laughing while I'm doing my audition for the cameras that that's was pretty funny so I knew I knew he thought I was good when that happened yeah <laughs> I'm sure that impressing Ron Howard and Convincing him is probably a difficult. He said that he used to watch me on the Joe Franklin show in New York, which is this midnight show, little talk show. And I thought, and that's how you became aware of me? You didn't watch this and you didn't watch this? He said, I thought you were hilarious on the Joe Franklin show. So you just never know when people are going to hook up with you. Mm -hmm. You know, That's awesome. Kellen's thinking hard. So <laughs> I'm just trying to transition. Okay, so now, now we got The Haunted. Um, okay. Jeff, Jeffrey DeMunn was actually born, born in our hometown also. He's from Buffalo. Right. Um, how was it working with him? It was good. He's a good actor. We had fun together. Um, I loved doing The Haunted. 
um, I got really intrigued about entities, about if entities could really visit you. Mm. And I know that uh, I've been on the spiritual path since 1972, and my teacher, okay. John Roger, also Jesu Garcia's teacher, yep. came on the set, and he would tell us that in that place in upstate New York, wherever we were supposed to be, mm -hmm. there had been civil wars and various mining accidents where a lot of souls died, you know, mm -hmm. early, tragically, and yeah. they never made it over to the other side, so they were trapped. They were mm -hmm. these entities, and that he feel that she really was visited. Whether, whether he didn't say whether you could see them in the movie, you can see the entities, but he definitely said they exist and they can attach themselves to your auric field and suddenly you've got all of this negativity coming at you and it's it's not mm -hmm. you, it's the entities, you know. I don't know if that made sense what I just said, but it does. Um, no, it does. <laughs> no, it makes perfect did sense. Did you did you believe in ghosts before you did this movie? Ghosts, I don't know. Entities, yes. I see. Um, that's my word for it. Did you ever get to meet uh Ed and Lorraine Warren? Uh, no, and it's interesting. Um, James Wan was doing an interview right after his first movie. Well, that was called the, what? The Conjuring. Um, was The Conjuring before the one that began with I? Oh, Insidious, Insidious. I think Insidious was first. And he was doing yeah. an interview for Insidious, and he said, I was inspired to write about, tell me their names again, Lorraine and... Uh, Ed, Ed, and Lorraine. Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah. Ed and Lorraine Warren, having seen a movie called The Haunted, starring Sally Kirkland. Yeah, and so he actually said in the interview that that was his inspiration. So that made me feel wow. great, you know. That oh, he, cool. here he goes on to do all these incredible films, and it all started with watching *The Haunted*. Yeah. So that was a great little moment. That's very cool. I love James' work. Were you familiar with Edmund Lorraine Warren long before being casted in this? No, no, I did research on them. Um, was their book out? The, the the demonologist was that out at the time? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I think her book was out, The Woman I Was Playing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I talked to her on the phone. Um, I didn't want to meet her because I didn't want to get too heavily inspired by by her, but I wanted to just talk to her on the phone so she would know how serious I was about doing her life. Yeah. And um, she was very happy with the performance. Where was this shot at? Was it in, uh, from the looks of it, it looked like Pasadena. I think it was shot at Fox. At Fox Studios? Okay. Yeah. At, so even at, the house is kind of like in a weird spot? I think they built the set right there at Fo 20th oh, Century wow. Fox. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of a bummer. I wanted to go see the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to look yeah. it up later. Yeah. Um, what's the key differences with filming a TV movie rather than a major big budget motion picture? You have a lot more time with feature films time. than TV movies. TV movies... They often might shoot the death scene first before yeah. you've had a chance to live. I'm just being kind of uh, glib about it. But uh, uh -huh. with TV, it's, it's really hard to do feature film acting on television, but that's what I try to do. Uh -huh. I remember back in the days at the actor's studio, Lee Stosberg wouldn't let us do television. Mm -hmm. If you were a good actor, you were only supposed to do stage and film in New York. Mm -hmm. And one day I went to him when he he started the actor studio in Los Angeles, and I said, Lee, are you going to pay my rent? Mm -hmm. He said, what do you mean? I said, I can't afford to wait for a movie or whatnot, and I got to do TV. And I said, he said, no, 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 that will cheapen your acting skills. 
I said, well, I'm on Charlie's Angels tomorrow night. Would you do me a favor and watch it? Mm -hmm. So he watched it, and he was so blown away. Again, I had the tears on cue and all that. And he came to the actor's studio the next day and said, Sally Kirkland has just proven me wrong. I've seen her do feature film acting on Charlie's Angels. You can all do television mm -hmm. if you do what she did. So that was a moment in history at the actor's studio. That's really cool. I don't know if that answered your question, but. Oh, of course. <laughs> what did they use to make you fly around the bedroom? Like, yeah. Were you on like, well, a harness they had or something? Me, they had me, yeah, harness and wires. I think I really hurt my head. Yeah. I mean, I was trying to be very brave. I was trying to do all my own stunts and everything. But I think when I got whammed into the wall, it was, I felt <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. Are you a better yeah. bowler than the character you portray in the film? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I, I think I had never bowled before. I think that was my wow. first time. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I love doing that movie, though. I, I love really like dramatic characters, The Haunted. I, I just yeah. love when I get to um, what I call tear the scenery apart. Okay, what's that? That means you tear the scenery apart. You get very, very, very dramatic. I see. Yeah. Even though the ghost effect was what you call like cheap looking, it is still like very effective. If if I saw that thing hovering around my house, I'd probably eject myself out the nearest window. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't we all? Pretty sure we would. <laughs> but yeah, my uh, my friend Stephen Emery from Australia, he he wants to ask: Is there ever going to be a release of this on Blu-ray? And if so, maybe screen. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Robert, I'm trying to think of his last name. Did you know who the director is, Robert? something uh, he did fx know. he directed fx oh with brian um, dennehy uh no robert um i'm thinking of the director of the haunted the director he directed of the fx um you looking him haunted. up yeah yeah, I'm yeah he's, he's checking up. robert mandel yeah robert mandel you sure yeah uh that's what it says that, yeah Is that's that what it says robert mandel okay well if you find him then put it out to him. Say, Sally Kirkland said that you would know how to get this on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, if they restored it and I'm going to contact Scream, yeah. Scream Factory is a good one. I think they would do it. They do a lot of TV movies. Yeah, big time. I think they'd be a good one. And you're going to get Anna on Criterion, and I'm going to worship you for the rest of my life. Yes, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so then what about uh, Blazing Saddles? I had no idea you were in that either, but you played like the cashier, right? Right. And at that time, I had done The Sting and The Way We Were, and those yeah. were small parts, but I decided that this part in uh, Blazing Saddles was entirely too small to take a credit. So yeah, I said yeah, to yeah. Mel Brooks, I'll do this part, but please don't give me a credit. Well, I was hugely wrong. <laughs> it turns out to be an epic, right? And I yeah. should have p put my name in it, but I'm glad that they say Sally Kirkland uncredited, so at least I am part of history. Working with Mel Brooks had to be quite an experience oh he's so great and whatever my line was about the tuna fish surprise whenever i would <laughs> run into mel brooks he would give me the line reading you know <laughs> he would remember my my line and no matter where we were he would come out with my character he's great he's still great our friend lloyd kaufman from new york city trauma entertainment he always he always compares himself to mel gibson like he he, he thinks he looks like him oh wow i met lloyd back in the 80s Oh, did you? On what? Yeah. Um, was on a film? He, or? Yeah. He tried to get me in a film, but I think uh, I didn't do it because it was no money or something. 
<laughs> yeah. He, he prides they himself don't on getting like... actors to work for no money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, they'll either do it or they won't do it. But, you know, either way, <laughs> Mel's a sweet. No, not Mel. Uh, Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. We worked yeah. on set with him for, like, 10 days on his Return to Newcomb High movies. And those uh -huh. were filmed in Niagara Falls, New York, basically Buffalo. Yeah. Right, and we we saw him work, and he he can get pretty intense. It's pretty fun. He can. <laughs> he he he'd be can. like joking around at one second, and then just screaming his head off the next second. <laughs> right, that sounds like him. <laughs> but yeah. no, he's uh, he's fun to be around. He's yeah, he's awesome. Did you when yeah. you were when you were working on that? Did you ever meet an actor named Smokey Miles? Smokey Smoky Miles. Many no. many Lloyd's. I wonder films. if he was maybe he did he might have done the one before that was also filmed in Buffalo called Poultry Geist, but I don't think he oh. was on the one we were on. Huh. Well, he's a musician. He's also an actor, and he's best friends with Lloyd. Okay. Yeah. Definitely have to look. Wait. Sm what's his Smokey name? Miles? Smokey, Smokey Miles. Miles. He also goes by Bob Miles. Bob or Miles. Robert Smokey Miles. Miles. Yeah. Cause maybe. Ma we knew almost was? everybody on that because we were on it for so many days. Was, was he there? He's a yeah. musician, actor, and Smokey Miles or, or Robert Miles. Yeah. He looks, he looks very familiar. Uh, what else has he been in? He was in Metal Man. Metal Man. Uh, is that Flash a Lloyd Light. movie? It looks like something that it would might be, be a something Lloyd they movie. produced. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Oh wait. Oh, Return to New. It New says Compiling. he was in that. He says Count Smokula. Count Smokula. Maybe Count he was in Smokula. the second one. Oh, he is Count Smokula. Yeah, yeah. I have. He's Count Smokula. Oh yeah. Maybe he just yeah. wasn't there when we were. He was. He was at the screening in uh, New Jersey. We were at. Was he in the okay. first movie or the second movie? Uh, first it looks one? like Volume Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, unless he was in volume. Yeah, he was in volume one as well. Who? Did, what character oh, cool. is that? Count Count Smokula. That, yeah, but Count I don't Smokula. think he. I don't think he was on set with us. Ever. Yeah, I don't remember. I'd have to watch oh, it again. Okay. <laughs> That's cool though. I was gonna yeah. say I have a little television show in West Hollywood called Sally Kirkland and Friends, and my friends is actually Smokey, and he oh, comes cool. and plays blues and plays rock and roll. Um, now we're not doing it because of the uh, pandemic, but yeah, when right. we do it. So if you look on YouTube for Sally Kirkland, Smoky Miles, you'll find us performing oh, cool. together. Yeah. So so this will be back up and running once this is all over with. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's probably on YouTube now. If you look him up on YouTube with me, there he'll be, being being the musician. He's got all these different, you know, personas. Yeah, here they are. Oh, cool. We found it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sally Kirkland show with Smoky Miles nine eighteen nineteen. <laughs> Wow. We'll definitely, yeah, well, no, we'll definitely have to come see you, see you guys perform. What did back. you say? What venue? Well, that was I don't at? perform. He performs. Oh, I host performs? the show that he performs. Yeah, she on. hosts. Did you yeah. did you say what venue in West Hollywood that was? Um, it's, it's, it's just, just public different? public uh, access. Oh, public. That's cool. Public cool. access. Yeah. Cool. Um, did you get to keep any of the props or costumes from any of the films you worked on? Um. Um, Cold Feet, I did. The film Cold I did feet. with Tom Waits and okay. Keith Carradine. I cool. got to keep some of the outfits. I don't know if I still have them, but I I wore them proudly. They're very sexy. So yeah. I had to have them. And, what about uh, your waitress but, outfit from Bruce Almighty? <laughs> no. Oh, no, that yeah. came from uh, Western Costumes. Oh, cool. You know, I think I've actually been Hollywood. there. Yeah. Is that North Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think I've been there. So let's talk about this yes. thing. Okay. So Robert Redford got me that part. Um, I uh, I met Robert Redford because we double dated. Him and his wife, Lola, 
and me <laughs> and Daniel Selznick, who was the son of David O. Selznick. Yeah. And got to know him a little bit. And then I got cast in The Way We Were, and Redford was in The Way We Were with Barbara Streisand. And we got to be friends. And then it came to The Sting, and I auditioned for it for George Roy Hill. But he was very anxious to go to Las Vegas and get a showgirl for it to play the stripper. Mm-hmm. And Redford said, no, I think you've got to use my friend Sally Kirkland. He put in a word, and I got the role. Mm-hmm. And that was like my first, well, it was my second, the way we were, but my first real, you know, memorable role in a, in a blockbuster film. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm one of the few people, along with Redford, who's still alive today. Yeah, sad. Sad yeah. we lost Robert Shaw too early. Yeah. What was he yeah. like? He was great. I dated him actually. Really? Um, really? What? Yeah. <laughs> I oh my did. God. What year was that? 1972, 73, 72. Was it around the time that you dated him or Yeah, that's how I met him was was Oh, okay. Day. That makes sense. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool cuz that was before Jaws, Jaws yeah. was was in production as well. Yeah. That's wild. Actually, if truth be known, I got pregnant with him, but I couldn't find him <clears throat> to take responsibility of being the father, and I was quite young, so I ended up going to Mexico and having an illegal abortion. Mm. Oh, Sad. Think of the, think of the genius that would have been, the son yeah. and daughter of Robert Shaw and Sally. Did you ever see the video? It's on YouTube of the her uh, Robert Shaw's granddaughter meeting Richard Dreyfus. No. Have you ever seen that video? It's a really amazing video. It's very touching, actually. Yeah. And it's insane because, like you a know, talk show. Well, it's crazy because even, like, it's really funny to watch that because we know that there was a lot of tension between Shaw and Dreyfus during the filming of Jaws as well. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, a lot of, like, the times where you see them fighting in the movie, like, it's that's real tension between the two of them. Really? not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Robert Shaw would show up. I don't. I wouldn't say drunk, but he was. He would drink a lot before filming. Yeah, well, I know that part of him. Yeah. Was he like that in the thing too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think that's what really brought his characters to life in some. It way, works. Though. It works for some people, definitely. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm not gonna complain. He's got some amazing performances to call for. Yeah. What was that movie he did? He did one with Harrison Ford. It was like a war movie. I forgot what it was. Oh, I don't but know. It was really good. I saw it on TV many years ago. I'm not sure. He was great. Are there any any funny stories about him? No. Got? Nothing too no. crazy. <laughs> Th- this was um, our love so affair was very hidden, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was separated from his wife at the time or something, yeah. and uh, and I was young. <laughs> so what are you up to now? Like once once all this ends, you said you had a couple a couple new projects yeah. lined up, ready to film, whatever. Let's see what. I mean, there's one in New York called um, oh, cool. uh, something with the mob. Um, okay. Mob is in the title. Awesome. Um, anyway, John Gallagher, who did The Deli, um, which was a cult film. Uh-huh. And I just did a film with him a year ago called Sarah Q that will be coming yeah. out soon on video on demand. And... Uh, and then there's a film I do with, um, boy, I'm having a day today. Um, <laughs> You're okay. totally fine. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not remembering. that I do a film with Mark Savage. I don't know the title of that. He's strictly horror films. Okay. And, um, 
And then I do a film with Daniel Zerilli, who directed me in a film called Acceleration, uh -huh. which is out now. And um, I do a film with um, Daniel Adams, okay. who has directed many incredible actors. And I think that film is called Walk. That's in, that's not in Buffalo. It may be in uh, Louisiana, Louisiana. Yeah, so we'll see mm -hmm. what happens with all these films. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for, for doing this for us today. Yeah. Well, yes. thank you for having me. I love you. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, oh, cool. Is there anywhere your fans can find you? Yeah. Um, Just like Facebook? Yeah. Uh, first of all, SallyKirkland.com. Perfect. Did you have a chance to go there? I have not. I'm going to have to check it out. You must go there and see my artwork and various articles. And um, anyway, it's very, I think it's very amusing. SallyKirkland.com. Okay. Um, and then, uh, well, if you go to Facebook every day at 5 o'clock, okay. <clears throat> I do uh, Reverend Sally K. Share a Spirit, Sally Kirkland Share a Spirit. And you probably figured out that Jesu Garcia was a minister, right? Yes, mm -hmm. yes, I knew that. Yep. Okay, so we both are ministers in the movement of spiritual inner awareness. Mm -hmm. And so I do my ministry on that half hour, um, five o'clock or eight o'clock on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. um, and what else? Oh, Mondays I have a radio show called HealthyLife.net, 10 o'clock LA time. Yeah. One o'clock Eastern time, New York time, where I interview different people, a lot of health practitioners and a lot of musicians. I'll have a musician on this Monday named Tony Salvage who does electric viola violin. Oh, cool. Beautiful. That sounds and great. So, yeah, three different ways you can find me. Awesome. And then I actually I had one more question. Um, J.C.U. Garcia, you did a film with him, and I can't remember what that was called because I haven't seen it. I did two it. films. You did two films. Him. Were they both I did Cinemax? three films. Three films with him. Okay. One was in 1989. Uh, okay. Maybe. 1989, 1990, called In the Heat of Passion. Okay. And he had a stage name named Nick Corey. Nick Corey, yeah. For that. And it was an um, uh, erotic thriller. And... Mm -hmm. um, we had a blast doing that. It's, it's a really good film. You should try and find it in the heat of passion. He, Roger he, would, Corman. he told us a little bit about it. He didn't tell us what it was called or anything, but he said he, he did some Cinemax films in the 90s, and he would call them Skinemax. <laughs> Skinemax, right, right. <laughs> um, it definitely was Skinemax. I'm very um, excited. Yeah, you'll like that movie, and he and I basically are the movie. And yeah, then uh, he cast me in Spiritual Warriors, which he – produced and wrote with John Roger. That and was like then, 10 years ago? Yeah, Yeah, at least. And then he put me in The Way Shower with Eric Roberts, which he directed himself. Wow. So that's three movies I did with him. That's so cool. Yeah. He loved you, you guys. Oh, yeah, we love him. He's, he's awesome. Like uh, it's he's, the, he's how we got you. I mean, this is he set, he set all this up, which was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. He, we were walking in Santa Monica, and he said... I just did this show with Kellen Pembleton, and I think you should do it, and <laughs> on and on. And next thing you know, here I am with you and Ed. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, no, Chase was really cool. Like, 
I, we got more than what we expected out of his interview too. He told us a lot of great facts about you know his work as well, like with his history with Nightmare on Elm Street, and we even asked right. stuff about that ma many people have asked about, especially like when he was in Miami Vice as well. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, did two two, he did two episodes. Uh huh. Yeah. I taught acting to the um, uh, the African American actor. Um, oh, uh, Philip Michael Thomas. Philip Michael Thomas. Yeah. Really? Oh, cool. Yeah. He, he came to me when I was teaching something called Insight Seminars, which is another organization that John Roger founded. And it was like self-help, you know, and I put an acting lesson twist on it. And Philip came to me and uh, went through five days with me with an acting intensive. And he called me up Monday after we graduated Sunday night. And... Uh, this was after he hadn't acted for 18 months. And he yeah. said, Sally, there's good news and bad news. Which do you want to hear first? Yeah. And I said, we'll get the bad news over with. And he said, well, that fundraiser I said I could do for you all with Insight, I can't do because I went to my first audition in practically years and I got hired. It's called Miami Vice. And you're the reason why I got hired because you taught me all this great stuff that I used in the audition. So... Wow. That's Wasn't awesome. that cool? Yeah, yeah no, for sure. He did a great job on that show. I, I love like shows from the 80s, so I've watched yeah. all five seasons of it, and Philip was just astonishing as an actor. He was very intense with his role, which was, which was great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he was great. You've taught a lot of amazing people that have yeah. left an incredible legacy. Oh, thank yeah. you. You're welcome. It's, it's good. It's my 60th year. Of yeah. acting and teaching. It's crazy. Before we go, uh, what, what what is your favorite movie of all time? Anna. Anna. That, I mean, that's uh, your favorite movie to watch or just favorite movie you oh, did? Both. It's my favorite movie of my work. Yes. And um, my favorite movie of all time is Gone with the Wind. Oh, great. That's my dad's favorite, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And I got to know David O. Selznick, who produced it. And when mm -hmm. I was a teenager, he became my, uh, what do you call it, my um, mentor. Mm -hmm. And I knew his sons through Jennifer Jones's sons, his wife. And um, he would think nothing of, he, he sent a memo to Francois Truffaut and said, I have this young actress, she's a teenager, she'd be perfect for your film Fahrenheit yeah. 451, is that what it's called? Yes, and, Fahrenheit um, 451, yeah. So the next thing you know, I'm, I'm there with Francois Truffaut speaking broken French, auditioning for him, being completely in shock that I was with Francois Truffaut. Mm -hmm. And then he said in French to, to David Oselznik, who told me, you know, I love Sally. I really would have used her if we were going to use that teenager part, but I'm going to have Julie Christie play the woman and the teenager. So that's <laughs> why I didn't get in the movie. But that's the kind of thing he would do for me, call up the head of CBS and have him talk to me on the phone once every two weeks to keep my mm -hmm. my morale going so um he produced gone with the wind so at an early age i had to fall in love with his movie gone with the wind yeah yeah and my second favorite film uh well i i grew up loving greta garbo greta garbo and so nanachka that she did and grand mm -hmm. hotel that she did all of the garbo films Mm. I loved. And when I first met De Niro in 1968, way before he was a star, 
um, I saw his film, uh, it was called Greetings. It mm-hmm. was almost a student film of Brian De Palma, the early film of Brian De Palma. Yeah, they just I released said, that, actually. I'm pretty sure they just did like a Blu-ray set of that, of all the early De Palma films with De Niro and everything. Right. That's cool. And, and I said, you know, you're going to be the hottest thing since Brando. And he said, what do you mean? I said, your talent, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, of now I forgot why I brought that up. What was I talking about before De Niro? What was I talking about? The, the Greta, Greta Garbo? <laughs> yeah. So I said to him, who's your favorite actor? And he said, Greta Garbo. And that always stuck with me, mm-hmm. that De Niro had the same favorite actor that I did. Oh, that's cool. And and I and he told me he studied with Stella Adler, and I said, well, can I bring you to the actor's studio to, to at least see if you want to study with Lee Strasberg? Mm-hmm. And he said, sure. So I brought him to meet Shelley Winters. I don't know if you're too young maybe to know her, Shelley Winters. Poseidon Shelley Winters. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Poseidon yeah. Adventure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. A couple of Oscars. Yeah. yeah and... Yeah. Um, introduced him to her and then she uh, got him in the actor's studio and and then he and I would do scenes every mm-hmm. week at the actor's studio and um, we became very close friends and uh, yeah I was hung up on Garbo awesome thank you so much for being here <laughs> no thank I had you. a blast I, I hope this was amusing to you very, yeah thank you so very. much for your time maybe you can put it on my Facebook page of course. Yeah, definitely. Oh, great. Absolutely. Okay, you guys. God bless. Thank you. You Thank too. You. Have a great rest okay. of your day. All right. You be too. safe. Take care. Bye. Bye, Sally. I called the police. What in the world is going on in there? They were away on a camping trip.